0: Welcome back to family fun time on a budget. So today's guest to the podcast is my friend and colleague, Roman Imano, who's going to talk to us about how to get ready to go camping. Roman, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Pretty good. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so very much for being here, Roman. Um, so, starting the story of the the you know the background info on this how this podcast today came about I, a couple of weeks ago. You and I were talking at an event, and I was telling you about episode one of the podcast and and the name you know family fun time on a budget. And you told me something that got me hooked on uh, this concept of camping for this second podcast, and what was it you told me at
1: this event what, during our conversation about camping? Well, camping is a very basic activity, and it actually is one great way to allow a family to bond, and with a lot of external distractions, uh-huh. and... You told me that day,
0: what I do remember is you were talking about sitting there uh, with your family, undistracted by the campfire. Um, Can you expand upon
1: that? Well, fire is uh, something that's drawn men or families together for centuries, and it continues to be that. Um, The only thing is that we've gone, a lot of people or families have gone away from doing that. And uh, there's nothing uh, wrong with it. Okay. So I'm going to
0: keep that in mind and try to uh, safely you know, have a campfire with my family. Um, next time we go camping. Um, a little more background information
1: uh, about you. Uh, what's your background experience as a camper? Well, I've been camping since um, I was in elementary school. I, I was actually in the Boy Scouts. And that got me started with camping. Um, no one else in my family was interested in camping. So I was the odd one. And um, I've been camping ever since in college and also with the Adventure Club at Morton. And I've been doing that since I began teaching. Wow, that, that's a
0: pretty good experience. Uh, for me, I, I too started camping when I was in uh, Boy Scouts growing up, uh, but as an adult, uh, I haven't gone camping very much recently, uh, but I'm intending to. So I'm uh, happy to share with you that uh, our conversation a couple weeks ago inspired me. So I did book a one-night uh, camping trip with my family. So, uh, so the last few years, I've never gone away from my house camping. We have done back backyard camping, which... Yeah, it wasn't really the full experience there. Uh, so I do have some basic camping supplies. So I have a tent, sleeping bags, I have a lantern, I have a portable grill. Uh, of course, I'll have, you know, all the food and beverages um, for a camping trip uh, for my family and I. Uh, but what other supplies? I, I feel like I'm missing something since I haven't, you know, gone off my uh, personal property to go camping. Do you have any suggestions of what I need to bring?
1: Sure. Those are those are the, the most basic um, things that you should bring. One one of them, I'm, I'm assuming that you have fuel with you and also a first aid kit, which is pretty important. And I'm also suggesting that someone has a knife, a pocket knife. You don't need a hatchet or a, a uh, big K-bar or Bowie knife to a to protect yourself from bears. Yes. That's funny. You should mention that. <laughs> okay. And uh, may I suggest the uh, mosquito repellent? Ah, oh, yes. And also some sun protection. Those are the, the little things that could be forgotten. Um, yeah. In terms of clothing, always be prepared for the worst. Um, we tend to look at the, forecast and think it's going to be okay, but you will never be happier when you brought a raincoat mm-hmm. and it rains when you thought the whole time it would be sunny. So it's worth bringing something to protect yourself from rain.
0: Thank you for that, Roman. I, I'm writing this down, even though I'm going to re-listen to the podcast later. Uh, so fuel. So I, I'm going to bring uh, charcoal briquettes for the portable grill um is, is that the type of fuel that would be appropriate um
1: for this camping trip do you think for my grill yeah that's that's fine um i wasn't sure what grill yeah but you could have had a propane grill but it's always good if you were doing that to make sure that you have enough fuel and it's not you know it's not like almost depleted but charcoal briquettes is fine
0: okay great
1: uh unbelievably
0: uh I wasn't thinking about the first aid kit and that should have been like the first thing on my list. Um, so thank you for that as well. I appreciate that. If you think, of uh, anything else I might need, uh, cause that's a pretty good uh, supplementary list for me to consider uh, before taking off on this camping trip here with the family. Appreciate it. Um, so let's say I have all the needed supplies that you mentioned and, uh, anything else you can think of here. Um, it's kind of a silly question, but what are some of the typical camping experiences uh, you think I should have with my family, and what's something, maybe a camping experience that you'd like to do with your um, family that isn't a typical camping experience?
1: Well, um, camping will be very exciting for everyone, especially if it's, if it's the first one you're going to have with your family. Um, the kids will be happy to just get out of the car and start exploring. Uh, But one of the main activities is actually to pick the right spot where you're going to put your tent. And that's one of the things I teach my students and taught my kids. Make sure you don't put your tent in a low area Ah. because if it rains, guess where water flows? Right under your tent. Yes. And of course, you don't want to put it over exposed root or rocks because someone might be sleeping above that, making it very uncomfortable. The experience of putting a tent is a team building experience. So it's a, it's very, it's very good and, and it could be fun, but yet engaging in ways because, you know, there could be different poles that you need to figure where they would go. So that I remember that as a fun activity for my kids and, They actually prided themselves on being able to do it alone without my guidance the the subsequent times we we were camping. And my students, uh, before we take a trip with the Adventure Club, we actually have them assemble the tents in the hallway so that they know how to do it. Because most times we actually pull up at night and they have to put their headlamps on Ah. and assemble the tents or prop up the tents in the dark. And may I add to your list? Yes. Headlamps are better than flashlights. Okay. Flashlights are fun. Yep. Headlamps are more useful because you free both your hands and you can purchase them. They're inexpensive if you go to Home Depot or Menards. If you go to a specialty store, you'll be paying more for them but you don't need anything really fancy. I especially appreciate that
0: as you know, uh, Roman, this uh, podcast is family fun time on a budget. So whenever you can help save, uh, me and, or our listeners a couple dollars, I appreciate that. Let, let me very add very more
1: to that yep. as well. yours. Um, the, after you have your tent put up, um, you could think about, it depends on what time you actually get to your campsite. Yep. Um, I'm not sure where you're camping, but it's possible you're gonna be camping in a family area or a group uh, area. you'll you're gonna have other campers near you or next to you. yep, and you'll observe all kinds of things um they'll have that they've brought with them. but one thing you can do is you know figure out uh, the meal plan, what time you guys are gonna eat okay and also, Hopefully, there's some hiking. You guys can walk around, yes. check out the scenery. If yes. if there's a, a a way for you get to get on a trail, yes, there is. Pick a trail that the kids uh, the length of the trail um, that they can handle. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, just get the lay of the land is one thing. It's a, it's a very basic activity. Yep. Uh, one thing may I suggest as a, as an educator? Yep. Carry with you some uh, grocery bags. Give each kid one. And as you walk, teach them to pick garbage that don't belong there. Awesome. So you're doing community service and also you're teaching a valuable lesson about how trash gets there and how the place looks once they've picked up the trash. That is awesome, Roman. Thank you for that. Yeah, idea. And, it, and you have an activity right there. Yeah. and And you're teaching your kids citizenship by doing that. Now, I do this with the club, and they always wonder, why are we bringing a grocery bag with us? So it's a a good activity during a walk. And why kids would wonder, why are we picking up other people's trash? Well, isn't it more enjoyable when you look around and you're not seeing things that were thrown on the ground just arbitrarily because they didn't want to hold on to it? it? It beautifies the place you're trying to enjoy when you don't have to look at trash. Wow. Well thanks for that tip, Roman. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah, the
0: hiking and, and setting up the campsite. That's pretty much for the for our one first uh yeah just walking trip. around. So yeah, you don't
1: have to go far. And then you'll yeah. be back. The kids are ready to you know start the meal. And the meal itself, it depends on what the family's interested in on who, who's gonna be uh who's going to be cooking but Safety is important. Yes. Most accidents in camping happen at the kitchen or the dining area, okay. or the cooking area. Right, uh, spills, people getting burnt. You know, yep. so allow no playing in that area. Okay. And uh, also, where you where you have your food prepared, if you have a portable table or you have a picnic table, that's uh, that's an important area where you should not combine things that, you know, that you don't want contaminating your food. It's just uh, some rules to follow. Okay.
0: That's more good tips, Roman. Thank you. <laughs> you got a lot more uh, uh, than I was expecting there. And I really, really appreciate it. I'm talking to the right guy here. So thank you so much.
1: I'm not done.
0: Oh, good. Bring it on. Bring so it on. What
1: else you got you, for us? You prepare your meal you ate have a plan on how you are going to take care of your dishes. Are you going to be using plates? Uh, um, are you going to be washing? So you have to think about cleaning up. Will you have soap if you're washing? Um, are you using hand sanitizers? Are you using sanitized cleaning cloths or face cloths, uh, wipes? You know, things. Those, those are things to consider. After you prepare a meal. Okay. Um, You need something to wipe. If you have to wipe like a pot down. Yep. uh, Carbon or not carbon, but uh, microfiber cloths. Okay. Uh, Just basically hand towels you have in your kitchen and will suffice.
0: Now, believe it or not, I was
1: thinking about
0: the dishes and cleaning up afterwards, but I didn't quite have my mind
1: made up or didn't have uh, everything pictured of what I was going to be. Yeah. I can go more into detail, but I'm just giving you some generalities now. Yeah. Then the next thing and the final thing is you, um, you, I'm not sure if you're planning to have a campfire there. It's always fun. Yeah. But do your homework on how to start a fire. Okay. Um, You might want to use lighter fluid, you know, in the beginning because you really don't know the basics Maybe you do remember from your scouting days right. how to start a fire. You can try that, but it's it's a nice activity to involve your kids uh-huh. or or your wife yeah. to, to get the fire started. And so that they can take pride in, in the fact that they helped create the fire, which is something very important for, for humans, you know, especially in our, you know, and ancestral lineage. You know, definitely, you, you know, I see at the grocery
0: stores and convenience stores, they sell the, you know, the bigger pieces of wood, but I was wondering, you know, I, I read the, the campsite policies and and you're not permitted to, you Open. know, you know, or no, there can be, uh, campfires, but you can't go into their forest preserves and, you know, go for wood or anything. Oh like no, that, you, you, know? you bring your own wood yeah. and
1: they actually should have a fire ring. Yes. yes, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty normal. Yeah. So, um, but you can't get like the kindling or the, or the, you know, Kind of the starter you know so that's so your tip of using the lighter fluids i i don't think they want you carrying wood from the from the forest but you could no. probably you could probably pick up some some little twigs they're not going to say anything about that okay. you know if just right around where you know where the tree line is there might be some twigs you you won't need big pieces of wood but i suggest of course bringing buying some firewood before you get there okay you know, and old paper you know, yes. Okay, old newspaper or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so another thing, yeah. If you have anything planned while you're while you're you know enjoying your fire, of course you're going to have s'mores. Is always something yes. very important. So yes. put that on your shopping list. You got it. Um, it's something that's in the memory of your kids. Yes. Their first time having s'mores with their parents. Um, stories. Um, you can have some nice stories, some ghost stories that you can share. Uh, you could also talk a little bit about camping. You can okay. share with them, why are we camping? Yeah. Um, are you having fun so far? What did you enjoy about today? Yeah. Because that's basically your reflection time. Excellent. Um, if you're only camping for one night. Yes. Um, also... I'm not sure where you're going, but it's good to get a little bit of history of the area, the, the, mm-hmm. the geography of, of that yes. of the camp. Yes. Most camps have histories or they're named after someone. It's good to just share a little bit of background information with your kids because really that's where the value of camping comes in when, when you provide them with some information, something that they that you know they just could relate with the area, yeah, besides just doing it. Okay, You know, doing it is fine, but thinking about what you did and sharing about it is really all just the better in the enjoyment of camping. I agree with you. I'm all about the reflecting, uh, Roman. And
0: unfortunately, sometimes... I get busy or we get busy and we don't have time to reflect or I just forget to reflect. But no, it, that that whenever I got the time, I, I'll keep that in the forefront and we should have time. And that's, I think, uh, part of the beauty of going camping. Um, the history, that's a good idea because I just kind of sought out this campsite just by Googling and I read a bunch of reviews and I get very positive reviews. And I'm like, OK, I'm booking this. Uh, so Family Fun Time on a budget. I, f- I found
1: this uh, site uh, for $20 for the one night. So how, how is how is that for as far as campsites? Very good. Going? Very good. And if you want to go next time, I mean, I can give you some suggestions if you're if your uh, family is up to it. Um, Nice, really nice places, even with, you know, showers and accommodations like that. You know, if they don't want to really rough it, if they want to rough it. I have some suggestions I can offer to you as well. Okay. Um, let me add another thing. Yep. I don't remember if you're a, a musical at all. But that's also a time to bust out the uh, the guitar, and maybe sing some camp songs if you do that. Yes. Or you know something I, very basic. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've strummed a few chords. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I was just suggesting um, music yeah. is usually good with with you know campfires. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Okay, wow, a lot of good ideas, Roman. You got more? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll. That that's pretty much. The, the gist of it. Okay. Yeah. That's, that, that, covers from, from the beginning to the end. Yeah. that That's, that's awesome. Thank you for all of that. Um, so with my
0: family, um, so since I have a background in my youth of camping, uh, it's something I did, but I've gotten away from, unfortunately, um, But I can't wait for this weekend. I'm very uh, giddy and excited for this coming weekend and going camping. Uh, however, uh, I have one family member. I won't mention any names here. Cause very excited about this camping trip and i have another uh family member who i would have thought was excited but uh suddenly they they got some f- false information can you verify that so that they're they're afraid of bears as in grizzly bears brown bears you know you, you name it you know attacking our campsite and to my knowledge there are no bears in the region and, and then another family member who i just uh is not a fan of camping uh probably just due to the lack of comfort of you know sleeping, you know on the ground and and I'm looking to do primitive camping and it's what I want to do, you know, not looking for a cabin or anything like that. So uh, do you have any suggestions for uh, um, people
1: who are not camping enthusiasts? Yes. um, That's quite common actually. And the reason many people don't camp is because of their, their fears. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, One of the things you can do is Find out what they're afraid of. Okay. Um, sometimes it's animals. Sometimes it's the lack of the conveniences they find at home. When they go sleep outside, they just can't go to the bathroom mm-hmm. like they they want to. Yeah. So you can. Tell them that they're, you know, if you're camping somewhere where there are actually bathrooms and not just outhouses, yeah, uh, that that's available. Some camps have showers uh, with hot water. Uh, so, you, you know, it all depends on where. But the the other thing is, is um, the activity, the, te- the temperature. Some people sweat and they may, you know, they may develop an odor. Uh, that's also... You know, one one concern. Yep. Uh, And another one is bugs. Yes. People are afraid of bugs. Yes. Just one of of the, hey, what I don't Mm -hmm. like to do is tell people that those things don't exist. Right. Um, Well, one thing that I try to reassure them with is that bugs are part of life Mm -hmm. and they've always been there. Definitely. And we need bugs if we want to continue if we want to continue to survive. It's yeah. part of the, the, the food chain in, in nature. Correct. Um, so we can avoid you know bugs by applying some mosquito repellent. Yep. Right. And there's different types. Um, so you know, anything is good at least psychologically. If they put a mosquito repellent that they feel like they have some protection. You know, it it does have a smell to it, but, you know, part of being in the outdoors is smelling like you, you spent time outdoors, not like the strawberry scented shampoo you had, you know, you're going to, you're not going to have the normal body smells that you normally would because it's, and it's different when you're actually spending time outdoors. Okay. One question with mosquito repellent, don't know a lot about this, but the, I guess some
0: contain DEET or most mosquitoes. of them contain
1: DEET. Is that is that a, in your opinion is that okay? Yet? You you won't know until you try it. See if you're allergic to it or not. Okay. Uh, the main thing is you, there are numbers that you see in their containers. Yes. And that usually is the percentage of the actual active ingredient. Yes. In there that repels mosquitoes. So. You could have something with 25%, 50%. You could also have something with a hundred percent. Wow. The okay. smaller the bottle, usually the higher the concentration of DEET. Okay. Nice tip. Yeah. And I suggest they do sell the spray on. Yes. A squirt on and the ones that you apply like, like oil. Okay. And I don't, suggest spraying most people like to spray because they don't want to get it on their hands but the higher concentrations ones you don't want to spray that you actually want to apply it to your hands and you want to rub it on the skin in the areas you know that you want protection yeah. i think yeah. i've only
0: seen the spray ones in use it's well it's
1: an irritant okay but usually the sprays have low concentrations of deep i see and okay. they're they're more scented and it's for people that, that really don't want to touch the stuff I see that, that makes sense. okay and, and and for that camper as long as they have they understand what to expect yeah um, you know it's worth you can tell them that it's worth a try. let's let's try it this one time and see how it goes yeah and if you've thought of everything ahead of time, yes. Um, and there are no problems It might turn up to be a very good experience. That's what I'm and looking for. And if the kids have a great experience and everybody has a great experience and everyone's learning things and they're not just sitting around twiddling, you have a, a activities, yep. engaging activities for them to do that, you know, there, It's nothing's perfect, but if you look at the scheme of the whole experience, mm-hmm. it was really worthwhile. And – you got great family time. You had interaction, meaningful interaction with kids. Yes, and 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 you and your spouse, mm-hmm. and really, that's what the whole point was. Yes, absolutely. You know that that is the plans have quality time with the family. You know, it's and that's what we're looking for. And I suggest having everybody get involved. Um, I'm telling you, I let me share my experience. The first time I Camped with my family. Yes. I went a little bit hardcore, like very hardcore. Okay. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. And I feared that that may have been my family's last camping trip. Wow. Because um, I took them to the boundary waters in Minnesota. Okay. I just didn't do an overnight camping somewhere. I, you know, and the kids were very little. I'm
0: not very familiar with that. Why was that? uh...
1: Well, the boundary waters, there's, you know, there's a thousand lakes in Minnesota. There are. That I knew. And, well, I wanted, when I go camping, I don't want to be around other people. Right. I, I like remoteness, and I like the feeling of aloneness. Yes. And so we had bad weather, and uh, we camped on an island. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, uh, it was perfect until on the way back, there was a storm, and we had a hard time getting across to our takeout point because it, it was basically a canoeing expedition. Yes. My wife had the oldest child and I had two of the, the the two younger with me. And I just couldn't get enough, you know, momentum to, to make the boat or get the boat across wow. this lake. And there were white caps on the uh, on the water. And I'm like, I'm just telling the kids, please, whatever you do. And they're both crying. Yes, Daddy, daddy, what do we do? I said, whatever you do, do not stand up. Okay. So my greatest fear was, um, was we would capsize and it would be a, a rescue attempt, you know? Yes. Uh, and we were all wearing life vests and they followed my direction. Uh-huh. And eventually we were able to get across, but not at the exact point of takeout. Really? <laughs> and we were able to walk to, uh, to the, the area where, where the takeout point was where our car was. Yes. And I was able to phone the outfitter. Yes. To tell them the location of the canoes where they could pick it up. Yes. It wasn't exactly where it's supposed to be. Yes. But everyone was safe. But on top of that, it was the amount of mosquitoes that were there. Yes. It's, it's a haven. When you have lakes everywhere. Right. Haven for mosquitoes. Yes. Um, well, even with good mosquito repellent, you know, and you're in the water, stuff gets, you know, washed away. And the kids got bit. Okay. Pretty badly. I mean it's it's normal when right. you're when you're canoeing. Um and I thought, man, this would be the end, you know. But lo and behold, you know, the kids were complaining about bug bites, but on our way home, yes, they, they were feel. they were counting to see who had more bug bites. Whoa, badges of honor. <laughs> exactly. And I thought, hmm, that wasn't so bad. So we've had many adventures since then. Yes. And my kids are grown now, and then, you know, they're they're asking me whether we'd go back to the boundary waters or not. Wow. So I was wondering what one of your greater challenges
0: was, and that might have been it. But I had a pretty uh, favorable outcome, all
1: things considered, uh, getting through some adversity together <laughs> as a family. I, may I suggest something, yeah. though? Um There's yeah. also something that when, when someone does not sleep comfortably mm. – They tend not to like the experience, right? So, I suggest you get air mattresses, not the thick ones that look like beds. Okay. But camping mattresses, inflatable ones. Got it. Anything that's more than an inch is good. Yes. And it requires some investment. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're gonna. If you're not sure how much they cost, you can check online, check Amazon. So that you're not, you know, completely disappointed when you think this was going to be cheap and it's not. Right, right, right. The only justification is if you treat your equipment well, you'll have years of use. Okay. Now, compare that to how much you'd pay for a family staying at a hotel. Yes. That money that you saved, you said you're paying $20 for this campsite. Yep. The money you saved... You're investing it in proper equipment and for the comfort of your stay, sleeping on the ground. That's a good tip. What type of uh, air pump? Uh, there, well, most of you can get one that's self-inflating. Oh, really? Yeah, they're okay. they're actually foam filled, so they're they're uh, open celled foam and self-inflating mattresses. That when you unfold them, you let them sit for. For a few minutes, they, the foam expands to its normal size, yes. drawing air in the valve. There's a valve there, and you just simply close the valve, or you can help it by blowing air into into this uh, this mattress, yep. and then closing the valve. You des- you you decide how how firm you want you know you want it to be. Yeah, that's. I did not th- know they had self-inflated. Man, I suggest, <laughs> may I suggest visiting REI? Okay. And what... What?
0: Roman, can you uh, talk about visiting REI? I, I don't even know where there's one at.
1: Yes, REI is uh, Recreational Equipment Inc. And it's been around, honestly, I'm not sure, over 30 years. And it's a co-op type of business. Where, if you buy a membership, you become a voting member to select its board. So, it's run by a board and it is a not for profit, I believe, but it's got many stores. That's cool. And all the profits go back into uh, causes that help the environment. And uh, REI is very successful. It's able to compete. They manufacture or or products that are branded with the same name, but they also carry all the popular brands of outdoor equipment that you can think of. And the reason I mentioned it um, outside of maybe going to Dick Sporting Goods, which is uh, a competitor, is that REI will really give you a, a personal type of service. Okay. Everyone there uh, is very knowledgeable. And if you ask the right questions and, and you're sincere about finding out, you know, stuff about equipment, even places to, to camp or things that you need that may, you may have not thought about, they will, or one of their experts um, will will give you, you know, all that information.
0: Okay. Sounds like a place I can uh, kind of continue this conversation <laughs> outside the podcast. I appreciate that tip. I definitely heard of that before, but I did not have any insights to that business.
1: Yeah, Oakbrook, um, Oakbrook Terrace—I guess you want to call it. Okay. There's one there that's been there for over 20 years, and then uh, there's there are several locations in the Chicagoland area. All right. Well, thank you for that, Roman. Uh, so, one more story—you kind of shared the story with your family
0: um, with the canoeing and the, the storm. And, um, so that I'm very happy that had a, a, a good outcome to that story. So, um, but can you tell me a story where you went camping with your family and you just had a great experience from beginning to end? Maybe it wasn't perfect, perfect, but it was one of your uh, most memorable or most enjoyable,
1: uh, family camping trips. Yeah, we, we took a two week, uh, trip where we went out west to uh, well, we stopped in Colorado and then we went to Wyoming, and then on our way back, stopped at the uh, the Dakotas. Wow! And um, well, the the highlight of the trip was was actually visiting the Grand Tetons, seeing that, and the the, the Sierra Madres, which is a, the, the chain of mountains that it's part a part of. Yeah. In the, in the western part of the United States, going all the way down, to the, of course, Mexico and South America. And um, we also, from there, went to Wyoming. Yeah. And oh, my bad, uh, Yellowstone. They're, they're, they're in Wyoming. That is a, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone National Park. And is
0: that where Old Faithful?
1: Old Faithful. We saw know. Old Faithful erupt. We had to wait over an hour. Um, but it was worthwhile. Every, every, everyone there or campers that, that went there. And then we got a chance to do some serious hiking, a lot of, you know, photography opportunities. And overall, uh, just a great experience for the family. The, the, the kids were already experienced. We did not spend one night in a hotel. And, yes, there are showers. We were able to do laundry um at uh, Yellowstone there, yeah. there's a central area where people can do that nice and uh, you'll meet all kinds of people as well you know when 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 you when you get a chance to talk to people in, in, in areas where they're gathered you know we one for in, for example we met uh, a pair who biked basically a thousand miles wow. up and down mountains and they carried everything with them it's uh, pretty amazing uh, there are people that actually do that. That's incredible. That's I don't know how they compact all their life necessities into a backpack or you know it's another conversation, but I yeah. asked them a, a hundred questions and they showed me some of the equipment that they use and how they do it efficiently. So um, but but anyway, it's just an example of of things you'll learn as you go into, you know, you experience one of these trips. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm definitely taking a baby step into camping, but a big step and, and couldn't be more excited for this. Um, but I was really surprised, you know, when I went to book this campsite that I had to make the reservation 72 hours in advance. So Roman, how did you plan this trip? You know, how do you plan, you know, did you book your campsites in advance or,
1: you know, just kind of as you went along the trip across the country? yeah we uh, well first the, the your first destination is very important and you're staying there for for a day or, or two um, you can decide with with your partner or your spouse where you're going to go next now we had a general uh, idea of where we would be going but picking the specific camp areas because there are many uh, was something we we had to finalize. Um, and, you know, it was convenient for us because we just carried our, we just had our vehicle. We weren't carrying a, you know, a trailer or anything like that. Um, but if you were driving a, tra- well, if you were hauling a trailer, you know, it makes it a little bit, um, it's, it's more limiting. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's like just into the primitive camping for now, taking my first step forward. Roman Amato, thank you so much. I, I think, uh, I really appreciate everything you shared with me. I you gave me everything I was kind of hoping for, and much, much more. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Any any
1: closing thoughts uh, for us you could you could share? Uh, I'm very excited that you're uh, taking the step uh, with your family you. and hopefully uh, you continue to do so and uh, build some great memories with your family. And memories that they'll remember and into their adulthood. Okay. Roman? And it was my pleasure. Okay. Thank you again. Um, mine as well.
0: Uh, I'll keep you posted. Okay? All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Welcome back to Family Fun Time on a Budget. So, episode two, get ready to go camping. And we went camping. And boy, oh boy. Personally, I had a great time. Uh, I think my son had a great time. Uh, My wife and daughter, they were there uh, and they did not, uh, they both elected to uh, not sleep in the tent and spend the night. Um, But uh, they had a great time uh, being out there grilling, uh, having the campfire, having s'mores. T- telling stories. It was a really high-quality time. The next morning, uh, my son and I, we went uh, for a hike on this uh, trail, and it was really muddy, and it was fun, and and we just had the best time and, and you know, came home uh, the next day and unpacked, and, uh, you know, and uh, it was just, we were pretty exhausted afterwards, um, but I would highly recommend this activity. Uh, uh, special thanks goes out to Roman Amano uh, for giving us all the tips. We, we uh, you know, brought all the supplies he recommended from the first aid kit on down, and uh, um, it was a good situation. Uh, the only thing I forgot, uh, I personally recommend, uh, my one little slip-up was I forgot uh, to bring myself a pillow. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, but, but we got through, you know, it's roughing it, and uh, it was still a great time overall. I highly, highly recommend a family camping trip. Um We were not too far from home. Um, It was within our county borders, so it was still a great time and a nice first step into camping. Uh, So thanks again to Roman Amano for all of his uh, time and advice for us, for our first uh, family camping trip. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners for once again making it uh, through our podcast, uh, listening through our draft. You know, the audio was a little shaky at the beginning, so I apologize for that. We're going to keep pressing on and... uh, Hope to see you again for Episode 3. Bye-bye.